0: And stay classy.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories: Hong Kong prepares for its second major protest in two days. The government condemns yesterday's protest in Yuen Long, but the pandemic say the police used too much force against protesters. And the financial secretary, Paul Chan, has called on members of the public to think twice before taking to the streets, saying the recent unrest is hurting the economy. The areas around Central and Western are bracing themselves for a demonstration today by anti-extradition protesters as Hong Kong faces its second major protest in as many days. Iris Young reports. Large water barriers have gone up around Western District Police Station and paving stones have also been glued together to prevent them being dug up and used at missiles. Protesters could again defy the government after they took part in an illegal march in Yunnan yesterday which ended in violence. Authorities have rejected an appeal to allow a rally from Checha Garden to the San Yateng Memorial Park in Shenmuan. It's close to Beijing's liaison office where the state symbol was splashed with Inc last Sunday, prompting outrage from Beijing. Yesterday, a committee upheld the police decision not to grant permission to march and agreed with the police decision to allow only for a gathering at Chater Garden. The government has strongly condemned protesters who took part in yesterday's violence in Yunlong, saying the police will take serious follow up action. The hospital authorities said 24 people had been treated in hospital after the protests. It said two were in a serious condition. Robert Kemp has more. In a statement, it said it deeply regretted that some people had taken part in the march, even though police had objected and permission had not been granted. It said in spite of
0: this, the government had still put in place special traffic arrangements to ensure public safety. Police
1: fired tear gas, sponge bullets and rubber bullets, citing violent behavior from some protesters who charged police cordons with iron rods and makeshift shields. Later, dozens of riot police officers stormed into Long MTR station to subdue and arrest protesters. RTHK's Jimmy Choi was at Yuen Long MTR station when riot police moved in.
0: Most of the protesters left early in the evening, but a few hundred stayed near the Yuen Long MTR station, refusing to move. Police movement at about 10 o'clock declared the remaining protesters who tried to fight back with fire extinguishers inside the station. Yuen Long MTR station was also the scene of the gang violence in which armed men attacked MTR passengers last Sunday, putting 45 people in the hospital. That attack sparked the illegal march, which was attended by tens of thousands, although no estimate was available. A standoff between police and protesters also took place earlier outside nearby Nampin-Wai village, where the armed men who attacked MTR passengers last Sunday appeared to have fled.
1: However, police defended their decision to enter the MTR station, saying they'd come under attack from protesters. They also rejected criticism of their use of tear gas in Yuen Long. Here's Candy Wong.
0: Police say they only entered the MTR station after some protesters attacked them with a fire extinguisher from the footbridge leading to the station. Senior Superintendent Yolanda Yu says they didn't notify the MTR because it was a split-second decision. She also rejected accusations that they used tear gas in residential parts of Yunlong, including an area with elderly homes, saying police had previously asked 22 care homes in the district to secure their windows. She says police had reason to use tear gas, sponge bullets and rubber bullets, citing violent behavior from some protesters who would charge police cordons with iron rods and makeshift shields around Wai village at around 3 p.m.
1: But the Pan-Democrats have condemned the police for using force against protesters in Yunlong. The coordinator of the Pan-Democrat camp, Claudia Mo, said the force is treating protesters as enemies. The aggressiveness of the police force uh, has become almost uh, out of control, unchecked, unchecked. And uh, uh, they seem to have this goal of harming uh, uh, the citizens. And uh, they treat uh, the people as the enemy. But they are not the army, they are the police force. They're supposed to protect the people instead. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, has called on members of the public to think twice before taking to the streets, saying that the recent social unrest has greatly affected local retail and catering businesses. Writing on his weekly blog, Mr. Chan said the city was facing both internal and external threats. He warned that the near-term economic outlook was unlikely to be optimistic and that the unemployment rate could rise again. He also called on the public to reject any form of violence and not to let hatred pervade society. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A former head of the observatory, Lam Chu Ying, has appealed for calm amid the ongoing clashes between anti extradition protesters and the police. Speaking on a radio program, and Mr. Lam says the city is facing a governance crisis. He called on the public to take a break from protests next week to allow time for a reflection. The whole community in Hong Kong is very tired. It has been two months of instability. Uncertainty. I don't think any community can stand such exhausting experience over two months. Whenever people are tired, it is much easier to make mistakes. At this critical time in Hong Kong, any minor mistake could eventually explode into a major problem. So I really would like to suggest that everyone just take a rest. The chairman of the Association of Heads of Secondary Schools, Teddy Tang, has called on the government to hold an independent inquiry into the extradition saga. He said schools couldn't do much to calm angry students and that this responsibility lies largely with the government. He said generations of young people would lose their faith in the government and core values like peace and rationality if officials failed to quell public anger. For the moment, okay, the uh, a lot of uh, community leaders has voiced out that to set up
0: an independent inquiry commission to to look into this matter. I think this is the only solution that the government should do, uh, because uh, it will serve as a platform for uh,
1: different stakeholders to voice out their demands and to study the root cause of the incident. Civic Party leader Alvin Yeung says the extradition protests underline the need for political reform and universal suffrage so that people's wishes can be addressed. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Yeung said an accountable and sensible government would have addressed and fulfilled the demands of protesters, and the chief executive Carrie Lam would have already stepped down. Mr. Yeung said the crux of the problem lies in Hong Kong's political system and the inability of the government to be answerable to the people. What we
0: really need is a constitutional reform to implement universal suffrage so that people's wishes can be duly represented. Hong Kong is in need of an efficient and responsible government which listens to and acts upon the voices of its people and does its utmost to meet with the demands of the people. We need a constructive government which is able to formulate plans that are acceptable to and benefit the society. After all, the government is the
1: servant to East people.
0: We do not need a government which thinks it is about its people.
1: State media says the death toll in a landslide which buried a village in Guizhou has risen to 29, which, with 22 still missing, days after the disaster struck. Xinhua said that 40 people had been rescued from the site in Xuecheng County. A thick torrent of mud buried 21 houses in the landslide on Tuesday. A small boat... A small wooden boat carrying the three northern Koreans has crossed into South Korean territorial waters. The boat and its crew were towed to a military port in the northeast of South Korea where they're being questioned. It's not known at this stage if they're defectors or whether they strayed into South Korean waters by mistake. The Canadian Air Force has joined the hunt for two teenagers wanted for the murders of three people. An aircraft has arrived in northern Manitoba to conduct an aerial search for the remote of the remote area where Cam McLeod and Briar Schmigelski disappeared. The BBC's James Cowling reports.
0: McLeod and Schmigelski are suspected of killing an American woman, her Australian boyfriend, and a Canadian man more than a week ago in British Columbia, almost 3,000 kilometres away. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police are going door to door to speak to residents in the town of Gillam where they were last seen. A burnt-out car driven by the young men was discovered near Fox Lake on Monday. An RCMP officer will be on the plane to direct the search. So far, tracker dogs, a drone, and armored vehicles have been used to try to find the teenagers in an area which has dense and sometimes impenetrable forests.
1: Sport, Kevin Bruin, Raheem Sterling, and Lucas Mecha were all on target as Premier League champions Manchester City wrapped up their Asian tour with a 3-1 win over Japan's Yokohama Marinos. Bernardo Silva fed the brine for the game's opener in front of 65,000 fans at Nissan Stadium. Keita Endo scored a surprise equaliser for Yokohama before Sterling made it 2-1 with Mecha bundling in the visitors' third goal in the final minute. The Sky Blues now head home ahead of next Sunday's Community Shield game against Liverpool with a new Premier League season starting a week later. In the news, our top stories once again. Hong Kong prepares for its second major protest in two days. The government condemns yesterday's protest in Yuen Long, but the pandemic say the police used too much force against protesters. The news from RTHK. Thanks,
0: Pierre. and a very good afternoon to you. Uh, This is James Ross. It is Sunday afternoon. Uh, Thanks to Paul for the last three and a half hours or so of fun and excitement and a few leftover biscuit crumbs. What can I say? I'm here till four.